What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 24 of the Fiends Podcast. I am your host, Larry, and I am joined by my longtime best friend of 20-plus years. He is the Tom DeLong of the local music scene. Everybody give it up for my co-host, Nick. Hey, Mom, there's something in the back room. Hope it's not the creatures from above. No shit, that's a great song. <laughs> nice meeting you, Mr. Tom. <laughs> I like aliens. Oh. <laughs> Actually, they call him Tom Not So DeLong. Oh. oh. If I had buttons, this would be the, the DMX button. What? <laughs> what? Small wiener. <laughs> Suck my dick. It's not long. <laughs> If this is your first time listening to this show, we are one half of the local band Fiends. If you want to check out our music, we have two EPs out, Nervous Shrek and Witch House, and you can find those on all major streaming platforms. So we are just one episode away from Fiends 25. That's our 25th episode celebration. We're going to be doing a big Q&A. So if you ever had any questions for our band, the podcast, or us personally, please send them in. Uh, best way is to hit us up on Instagram. So we'll be doing that next week. We're pretty stoked for it. All right. So this is episode 24. And we are actually continuing this conversation that we started over on the Bot Life podcast. So... Um, if you listen to this show, go check out their show. It's it's a hilarious uh, episode. We had a lot of fun doing it. And yeah, let's just get into it. Let's uh, go ahead and hear from our guest today. We have uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Fro, Jimmy Gonzalez. Uh, I actually don't what do you like prefer? My, I actually don't like my real last name. <laughs> where, where, where does the fro come in? The fro came from... <laughs> fuck, where did it come from? I'll tell you where it comes from. Wait, where is it? Oh, shut up, dude. <laughs> oh. oh, okay, never mind. I didn't say Because he, he saw his dick one time. <laughs> yeah, it, has to, it has to be a pubic hair related. No, you know? no, it was actually... Um, I started the the band OK Robot. There was a girl that was just really into our our band. She drew... Um, I asked her to draw us a, a logo, and, she, and instead of taking it seriously, she drew a robot with an afro and then just said you're okay frobot and then she just kept calling me jimmy fro and then it just stuck so i just i, I don't know that is your name now that's your name yeah. that is my name now. that's how i know you jimmy fro. so we got jimmy Even fro I, I knew you as jimmy gonzalez before then we got oh. jimmy fro on guitar and we have mario fro on <laughs> Face. Well, the, yeah. Do you have a stage? Do you have a stage name, or is it just Mario? They call me uh, Chocolate Thunder. <laughs> Man, Mario just came up with that right now. Yeah. Nobody calls me. No, Chocolate no, Thunder. I've always known him as Chocolate Thunder. Everybody knows this. Everybody no, knows I don't this. have a. I don't have a cool stage name, but uh, that could be it. Everybody start calling All me Chocolate right, yeah. Thunder. Cho- Chocolate Thunder, it is. There it is. By oh, the yeah. way, uh, Jimmy is the sober one in the band, and Mario is the alcoholic. Recently alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. We made sure to get him really drunk before yeah, yeah. we he did had this. Some str- he had some good strong beers today, so he did. It's good, man. Good job, Mario. Thank so you. In there, you're you're growing up. Thank you. I bet you have pubes now. Just get anyway, Anyways, let's move on. <laughs> Uh, there's a lot of, a lot of pubic talk early on the podcast. This is a first for our show. We come from sheltered homes. I know. We come from- <laughs> this is all new to us. It's good. We were, we were on a classy ship over here. <laughs> oh, yeah, my bad. Sorry. You know, if you listen to our episode with Frank Salinas, it's not true. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, thanks for coming on the podcast, fellas. How are you guys doing? Dude, I'm doing great. All right. 
<laughs> I guess I'll do this fucking podcast. I'm doing this as a favor to Jimmy. Uh, I'm doing all right. I man. had two people drop on me before Mara said yes. <laughs> and Mara. Damn, you were the third string. <laughs> my my understanding was that Nick was gonna be here. It was, and all, it was all scheduling conflicts. Yeah, and then uh, Nick, uh, our version of Nick. <laughs> yeah, that would have been see, that would have been way too confusing. I'm kind of glad that uh, we could avoid all of that because uh, I don't know what what else to call Nick. I'm Nick. He's yeah. Nick. Oh yeah, yeah. We call Nick Nico. Nico Valley. Yeah, I'm Nick. Because yeah. he's from. We call Nick Nick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's it. also a father. That's, and, that's true. Yeah. And, and he had like uh, family things to attend to. Man, we're so similar. Actually, I do want to touch on that. Um, a little bit later on the similarities of our bands um you wouldn't think so but i actually think that there's a lot of uh parallels between uh the band okay robot and fiends so we'll definitely get into that but i thought it would be a good idea to kind of break the ice and kind of get to know more about our guests by playing another round of hidden gems so i'm going to throw this over to nick and then we'll pass it on to jimmy and mario and then i'll 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 take it from there so uh, for those keeping tabs, Hidden Gems is where we take a look back at an underrated, underappreciated album or band. And it doesn't even necessarily have to be underappreciated or obscure. Just the album that you dig and that you want, you wish that more people would listen to. So what do you got for us this week, Nick? My pick this week is going to be um, an album called Memoirs of a Murderer by King810. This is a band from Flint, Michigan, um, and it's a, it's a pretty fucking heavy metal. Album. They're hard. They, they're one of the they, hardest bands band, in like honestly, metal. I already understand that they're really hard just for the very fact that no, they're from Flint, they, Michigan. They, this, yeah. no, this band is the real. I'm sure like they've killed people. <laughs> so I mean, um, if you want to know what this band is about, check out their song "Fat Around the Heart." Have you ever caught a body you wouldn't know where to start your fight? Um, that song pretty much like sums up that fucking band. Damn. But this album is fucking heavy as fuck. But then they've also got some like kind of slow, kind of catchy tracks on this album. But this band is the real deal. I mean, um, these guys have def <laughs> these guys are definitely the real. The 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 front man, he's been shot at like yeah, several Gunn. times. His his la- his name is His David name is David Gunn. G U N N. He's named after a gun. Why the hell did they make an eight mile movie? They should make a movie about this guy. Yeah, yeah. This guy <laughs> this guy's pretty intense. Uh, so uh, um, like metal fans, you know, know this band because like it's just like even like their stage show, they'd have like dudes with with guns and shit on stage (laughs) on stage and like caution tape around like the 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 stage and just but the cool thing about this band is like they they're very artsy too and they they really get into like the whole stage presence deal so um there's a lot of notable tracks on this album i was gonna say if you have never heard of king a10 it's a good band to go on a deep dive on it and just check them out yeah so that's my pick for this week yeah heavy Mm -hmm. that's a good pick uh Jimmy, you want to take this? My pick for this week is the 2014 album by by Body Count. It's called Wait. Oh, I just had it here. I forgot what the album's Body called. Body Count. Hold on. Wait, I got it. It's called it. Body Count SVU Special Victims Unit. It could be. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's called Manslaughter. 
uh, it's just a great it's just a great album overall. It has a great opening track, Talk Shit, Get Shot. You can get hit with the flip, twist it with the biscuit, blast it with the ratchet, jack with the mac, body with the shoddy, dump with the pump, rock with the clock. It's so catchy, and then uh, they do a cover of uh, 99 Problems and a, co- and a cover of Institutionalized. Great uh, cover. Which is a great punk song, and it's even better done by someone like Ice-T. <laughs> Um, not to mention a wannabe gangster. It's just a, it's like, it's like he's not even pushing people towards being gangsters. He's trying to take them out of it by saying how much of a pussy they would be, which is great. I kind of feel like that's a good, that's a good message. And, uh, and just among like a bunch of other songs, there's great features. Um, just going back to my childhood, I was really into, um, like gangster rap because of my older brother and I always wanted something something like this. Um, I remember when my older brother was trying to get me into uh, like body count. Um, I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Then I got older and then I started listening to like you know bands like um, Limp Biscuit and Slipknot and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I always wanted like someone uh, I guess quote unquote real. Mm-hmm. And so I tried getting back into uh, like body count, but their production was really bad. For oh, what, yeah. yeah, for like what they had back then and what they have now is it's, it's so much better. It's so much better. It's so much clearer. So much more heavier. And it's just like it's a great band. And yeah. I, I, I feel like everyone else can enjoy that. I agree, Mark. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you, Jimmy. <laughs> uh, That's so, so I, formal. So I originally had like another album, but then I get I thought about it and like. Um, I'm picking um, I'm picking an album uh, from a band called The Joy Formidable. Uh, they wrote an album. I think this is their first one, right? unless they have like other EPs uh, called Worrying. And the reason I picked this, it's not so much that it's like a hidden gem, but but it's more of what it, how it uh, influenced us. Okay. Uh, because when I first found the song, um, we had first we had lost our guitarist. Uh, and did then, you find them? <laughs> <laughs> no, we found another guitarist. Uh, at that time, it was uh, Robert. And then, um, if you've seen their ex guitarist, please <laughs> message one of us. He's somewhere. <laughs> They're worrying. <laughs> oh man, I wish I had my buttons. It's been two years. <laughs> Please call me <laughs> And uh, they, that, that particular song, I feel like, was like a turning point in how we started writing songs from 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 where we found our new guitarist and how we wrote songs going forward. We kind of just stopped writing, not so much stop, but more of thought of, hey, we don't have to just stick to this whole like fast punk, uh, one chord, two chord type cliche music. We can write more complicated stuff. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is one of those songs that help us kind of branch off and and kind of like on your end where you changed your name and kind of reinvented yourself i think this is kind of a song that helped us sort of reinvent ourselves in sure. that aspect that's cool thank you man that's a good pick oh and i showed it to jimmy and jimmy kind of worked with that <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely uh the most heartfelt so thus far <laughs> yeah. he's classing it I up know, yeah right? man fuck he's not just you're stealing the show on both know, episodes dude. bro Man, it's like he, Mar has two sides to him. Yeah, he was he was fucking drunk on the last one, I and this know. one he's just like a savant. He's just like <laughs> he's just like he's like the perfect man. I'm telling you, he's Rain Man. 
I'm a reformed convent. <laughs> whoa, whoa, All right, all right, moving on. All right, are we confessing? All right, we're back. We're back to earth. All right, he's reverted. Uh, I'll be honest. Um, I was kind of. Uh, I tend to kind of um, pick um, my hidden gems based around the bands that we have on the show so i try to kind of uh, stick into that genre i didn't realize that you guys were gonna pick hard bands uh, like king 810 and and i didn't think you were gonna pick body count I so body count. i think that's cool you'll be but, surprised by what he listens to no that's great i'm all for like you know people listening to diversifying like their their music taste and stuff like that um <laughs> so my pick is a 2003 release it's from the band afi and the album is called sing the sorrow too much about afi like i i haven't really listened to any of their other uh albums but this one in particular is is one that that caught my attention especially like if i go back to like 2003 2004 i just remember this album was like everywhere i don't it know was. if you guys remember no, like yeah it was everywhere do you remember watching fuse yeah like fuse was such a i mean for for us we were in the metal scene so yeah. like uranium was our show that's like where we found a lot of uh, the bands that you know some of the bands that we still listen to today but i remember like other shows on fuse like were this song was all like constantly in in rotation i remember uh uh in particular uh the song silver and cold yeah that was huge yeah, like i was- couldn't not turn on like the fuse and like not hear that song mm-hmm. um i mean i'll be honest like i mean that's a good song but mm-hmm. i quickly got tired of it just because of how overplayed it was mm-hmm. but like i go back and listen to it now i'm like oh that's a pretty catchy song, a good song. um the leaving song part oh, two it's Fuck, good. Dude. It's a good so one. good i i have yet to get tired of that song yeah i can listen to that that's the song all day. that made me go out and buy the album yeah that's a that's a that's just a great the, song the first single was girls not gray and i think the yeah. second single yeah. was leaving song part two so I like Girls Not Great. That was all right. But then like when, when I heard Leaving Song Part 2, I was like, fuck, I need this album. I went and bought it. Yeah. I need this in my life now. Yeah. <laughs> it was being played everywhere. Like, where, like, like that, that band was so huge. Like, where, like, they were pretty, they were, like, okay in the punk scene. And then they did something a little bit different. They kind of just, like, changed it a, a little bit. And then they just got huge for just that one thing. Yeah. Like just again, and it was just like a really big deal. I mean, uh, for 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 me, like just especially like the bands I was listening to at the time were more on like the metal side of things. Like mm-hmm. this band was very easy for me to to get into, but it was very different from the stuff that I was listening to. So I really appreciate it in in that sense. But uh, uh, leaving song part two, that I mean. That's probably my second favorite song, and my first favorite song is it's it's kind of I feel it's kind of like a sleeper uh, uh, hit on the the album. It's a song called "The Great Disappointment." That's a great song. It's kind of a little bit uh, on the longer side compared to some of the other tracks, but I just think that's so underrated i wish more people would just go and listen to that song just i i just think it's so good and it's a song that nobody really ever talks about um 
the opening i feel like i should talk about the opening track miseria cantari the beginning That's a great opener for the album. It's very short, but like me being a, like a lifelong wrestling fan, like that sticks out to me because if you follow independent wrestling and uh, Ring of Honor, that was CM Punk's uh, entrance theme. And I remember like somewhere around like 2005, 2006, like I remember buying up like those those best of CM Punk Ring of Honor DVDs. Um, Mario knows what I'm talking yeah, about. Mario, yeah. you know, he's a big wrestling fan, yeah, big huge. wrestling enth- enthusiast. He I knows. met John Cena. He met John Cena he one is. time. John wait, Cena. wait, I met John Cena. What are you talking about? He, <laughs> through osmosis, we met him. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, You're, you guys are a pair. <laughs> uh, he saw John Cena in the Fast 9 trailer. Oh, yeah, good job, Mario. He's his Thank brother. You. <laughs> He's Dom's brother. It's been a long time, Dom. I'm your brother. You're my brother. No, I did, dude. I I was watching it the trailer in bed with my wife, and she's showing it to me, and he's like, "He's Dom's brother." I was like, "Get the fuck out of here!" I was like, "Chinga, that's pinche madre." Are you fucking kidding me? He's like, "I don't got brothers. I got family." It's like, wait, what? You should have said that. Oh man, I could have, I could have picked another hidden, hidden gem. What, John, John Cena's rap album? Y'all ain't ready for this. Y'all ain't ready for none of this. Your boy's a bad man. Then we invade the streets, make them clap a rapper skirt. They be dropping the heat. Oh, you guys really need to check this out. I'm sorry about interrupting yours. But, no, go for it. But um, uh, recently, I like to just look up anything on Spotify, and there is, um. There is two great songs. One is called Feel Like I Do, and it is a great pop song written and sung and performed by the great Vin Diesel. Wow. There is two singles on there. Me, as a fan of Vin Diesel, I am shamelessly a fan of the, yeah, the, not the even ironically. Yeah, you're not like, even ironically. The, the Riddick movie was badass. I own all, all eight Fast and the Furious on Blu-ray. And I watch them occasionally day after day until I get through all eight. And then I take a break. And then months later, I'll watch them. What is it about the Fast series that just really... Is it the white shirts? The white V-necks? Kind of. Yeah. No. Yeah. But it's just... um, I guess I grew up with it. My brother was a street racer. And then after that, when they got ridiculous, I just just fucking like it. It's just fun. Oh, dude. Like, I... I don't go to like watch a, like Fast and the Furious movie to like expect fucking Schindler's List. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, like I go, like I know I'm gonna see something fucking stupid, but it's like I gotta see what it I is. Know, I know. They're <laughs> you gonna know go, what I mean? They're gonna go to space, and I can't wait yeah. for them to go to space. It's like I know something dumb's gonna happen. Let me just go see what it is. <laughs> what the, What go. else am I gonna fucking do? Maybe they won't make it up this time. <laughs> yeah. I feel like in a post-pandemic world, like we need f- the Fast series. I know, yeah. like more than ever. Mm-hmm. It's, feel- so, it's so great, you know. I, I just, I really enjoy it, and I also really enjoy those two Vin Diesel songs. They are great. Check them out. It's. I'm telling you now, it's not what you expect. You're gonna hear it, and you're gonna it's be better. Like, yeah, it's just like what the fuck. I wasn't expecting this, and you're gonna love it. And I also love that. AFI album, it's great. Yeah, it's a good one, man. It's um, 
that's actually what I wanted to talk to you guys about uh, is going back to that time period. Um, us being from the metal scene, you guys kind of more in like the punk scene. Mm-hmm. Like, was that an annoying time for you guys? Because I mean, we saw an influx of a, a wave of bands like like Simple Plan and yeah. like Newfound Glory. Like, I guess that would probably what be was more in the. Band? Something what you thought when you were gone and so, so alone. Wow, the worst is over. What band was that? I don't know. <laughs> I just like the uh, it was same kind of band like at so, the same time. Yeah, like like or even bands you like you can have the best of me. Yeah. Oh, that's the starting line. Starting, starting line. line. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's well, that's around the time that boxcar racer kind of came yeah. in. Yeah, boxcar racer was boxcar racer was good though. Yeah, they were cool. Or um, even bands like. Um, Good Charlotte and Bowling for Soup was that kind of like were you all into that or was I, that because what what I really wanted to ask is like I know in metal there's plenty of elitism where yeah. it's just like oh no this sucks or whatever this is too mainstream is it like that like in the punk world yeah a lot um, the thing about uh, like AFI specifically is that um, they were in the punk scene like you know doing just punk rock you know and um, there is a lot of that in there. There's like just a lot of people like they're like you're not punk, you're not punk, you're not punk. And when they got big, um, a bunch of punk bands were just cool with it because it was just like yeah, like they're they're like our friends. It's fine. Um, like uh, specifically, uh, No Effects, who is like you know biggest like punk band ever, um, were totally cool with it. You know, um, like they I would still they, a- they would still like take them on tour and and stuff and. And if anything, they would like open for them too and, and stuff. Um, I was okay with most of the pop punk bands. Like I was Dude, that simple plan song no, was everywhere. I, I hate that fucking there song. There was times where I drew the fucking line and simple plan was that line. Like it was simple plan, it was yellow card, it was newfound <laughs> it was newfound glory, it was Okay. I don't new, have a big problem. My friends over you Yeah or Nay. Yeah, well that song's great. I like that okay. song. Yeah. But but man, after a while, especially now because like they're like fucking forty and he's still singing like that. It's like, come on, man. It's like, <laughs> it's like but why? To be fair, I feel like if you go see Newfound Glory and he's not singing like, like that, I mean that's what I'm paying that's for. That's their whole yeah. gimmick. Yeah. yeah. So but, I don't know. Yeah, but like I was totally cool with like most of it. It's just like there was certain lines where I was just like, nah, this is this is just like a little too too like campy. It's a little too like you know. It's like uh, it's it's a little lame and simple plan. We're like dudes in their twenties saying that they're a kid and stuff, and it's just like I'm nah. just a kid. Yeah. And I know you're not, motherfucker. I know. And, <laughs> you're at least thirty, and that's where I drew the fucking line. It's like, very bro. whiny. Yeah, we're like we're, we're I'm very. I'm a dick. I'm addicted to you. <laughs> oh, it's very dude. whiny, very yeah. privileged. Dude, yeah, and we, we were all we were all like okay, so we're all the same age. Yeah. We all graduated at the same time. Yeah. So in middle school, like when that fucking song came out, like there were girls who like totally were into like yeah. boy bands and shit. Yeah. And then Addicted came out and then every girl was singing, I'm addicted to it's hard to like, oh, I'm totally punk rock. Every girl started wearing like, Converse and yeah, those and studded like, belts. And, and in my head, I'm like, have you ever heard the Ramones? Yeah. Like, have you ever fucking watched, you know, have you ever heard Road to Ruin? Yeah. Probably not. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I that also got very annoying. 
I think around the same time, like Napoleon Dynamite came out too, and it was just like I like that movie though. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a great movie, but fuck was all that annoying all at the same time. It was yeah, just there like, was a oh lot of that. God. That's true. There was a lot of there was a lot all at once. Yeah, and and we really didn't know where to go with it. We kind of stayed our lane. That's when like Larry and I were getting into like Lamb of God and shit. Yeah, and the so, new wave of, of metal <laughs> cores. So just, I mean, like, luckily we had that. But I mean, like, there. Well, the thing is, like, we grew up loose watching Fuse, yeah. or, or it was MMUSA before Fuse. So like, we got bombarded with like Simple Plan, yeah. Found Glory, and everything in between. Just while we were waiting to watch, you know, Uranium, which was the metal show. Yeah. Uh, I was I was wondering when uh, bands like Underoath and like um, like Dropped Gorges and that sort of thing came out. How did you guys feel about it? I wasn't like opposed to Underoath. Um, there was something about Underoath that I kind of liked, but I got into Underoath way after the fact. Mm-hmm. So like, I didn't get like become a fan of Underoath till like the end of our freshman year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I th- maybe my brother had something to do with it. Like, my brother was a fan of Underoath. Yeah. So is Eddie. Yeah. So yeah. So they, my yeah. brother and Eddie loved Under Oath. Yeah. So like they were always listening to Under Oath. <laughs> Eddie, I but I mean, um, I got under, I got into Under Oath, um, like a little bit later, and I, I, I would say I'm a fan. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan. But I'm no. a fan. But I mean, like, there's also like a lot of shit though from that time frame that I'm like, I cannot stand. Mm. I, I that's only, only, I only brought up those two bands because like that's the only thing that comes to mind. But like that whole, I don't know what you call that genre. It you know like it at first it was like it, at first it was like the screamo stuff. Screamo, okay. So I mean like you know you could even like throw bands like Silverstein in there. There you go. And like Silverstein for me is like I was like there were songs from them I liked, songs from them I didn't like. Mm. So let's just say that. But I mean like I mean I'm not a huge fan of Silverstein. I'm not gonna go out and watch them. But I mean there are songs that like I legit like. Did like, you oh, yeah. did you guys ever get mistaken for playing that kind of music? Um. That that's the thing. So that's know. that's. When it comes to like metal music and any like outsiders that are kind of like uh, hear that for the first time, all they hear is screaming. So suddenly everything becomes screamo. And um, that's the big problem. Like metal is just so full of like subgenres, like uh, just dozens and dozens of subgenres. So like you ask somebody who actually listens to music, like, no, that's metal core, gent, death metal, Norwegian, yeah. black, like, but like, anybody who just hears noise they're just like yeah. that screamo so suddenly your band could be like really hard and then you get lumped in with like the Silversteins and all like like yeah, those like, bands like if whatever. somebody asked me like if some girl was like oh are y'all play screamo yeah. i probably would be like yeah it's, just because like yeah. i know they're not gonna oh, get it's it. the same thing <laughs> it's like it's, oh you listen to rock you know, oh or you're in a metal band like metallica yeah and it's the oh, same like, thing oh, like, like breaking benjamin yeah it's the same thing where it's like <laughs> where it's like what kind of band are you in oh i'm in a punk band oh like green day i'm like Okay. Yeah. Green yeah. Day. Yeah. Just like Green Day. Yeah. Yeah. We are exactly. Green Day. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna play. Dookie. We 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 play Dookie in entirety yeah. at every like, show. Where like we write songs about like masturbation and stuff like that. Yes, that's that's what we do. Yep. Do you? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, but I mean, that's pretty cool. I mean, it, I'm pretty sure if I asked Emily to write a song about masturbation, it'd be very like hidden in like some kind of like, like a double entendre. Yeah. Where like she's pretty good at that. So. Okay. Um, well, that's cool. I, mean, I know. Yeah, this, this, this should, is actually totally cool try that. I have a follow up question because, like, when I think of that time, like, it was very apparent that, like, this, like, times were changing. You mm-hmm. know, when we were in middle school, two thousand four era. Like, um, it was between two thousand two to like two thousand four, two thousand five. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, okay, like, 
the days of TRL where you're listening to like bands like Limp Bizkit, Korn mixed in with Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera mixed in with Eminem and yeah. like, you know, other rappers like those days were gone. And now it's this like new wave of like, I don't know what to call them bitch bands yeah um and then this like other style of like you know metal that's coming out and just like everything was just changing and and new genres were were forming um so how about like nowadays what is it like hearing or seeing like this resurgence of that style coming back in this like more like now pop punk is kind of people are nostalgic for it so now you have all these like teenagers that are suddenly like kind of ripping off bands like i don't know like paramore or like Mm -hmm. you know those bands that were kind of in the like later 2010s yeah is that weird it is weird because uh and it's also like in the back of my head very kind of like spiteful where like it's like I've been in a band ten years trying to make it off of like, pop you punk. Son of a bitch, we've been and now this like all of a sudden, like when I'm like probably like, like you guys used to make fun of us yeah, for this. Now it's yeah, cool. Yeah, it's like it's like I used to play shows for like no one, and yet like now I have the fucking potential to maybe make money finally. Like if I actually work hard, I tried to work hard for ten years. I'm fucking tired now. Like you know what I mean? Like. I don't have that kind of energy now. If this was 10 years ago, I'd be all gung-ho for it. But now I'm kind of just chilling, and it's a little frustrating. But at the same time, I'm kind of hoping that, that like, maybe, like, maybe I can kind of make some, like, you know, make some kind of, like, well, cause, well I mean, when you think about it, now bands like yours, I mean, with the success of, like, these newer artists kind of doing that throwback style, like, that just shines a spotlight on you guys. Mm. Um you know whether or not like you know i mean there's nothing you could do about it but no. that's just that's just how it is so yeah i mean you can kind of ride that wave yeah. if you want to it's funny that you mentioned that because like we relate to that a lot because when we started fiends back in 2013 2014 the mentality of the band was just like let's throw a little bit of the old school new metals from from old school new metal from the 90s and let's mix it in with all the newer modern metal and let's like fuse it and see what happens and you know we were kind of a band that that kind of got made fun of we were like people thought it was like thought we were a joke we thought it, they mm-hmm. thought it was cheesy they thought it was obnoxious and but i know. would say more people thought it was kind of cool well yeah. eventually what i mean from from our experience like the more we did it the more it kind of became accepted and we owned it yeah then it kind of became cool and now it's funny because like that style is popular now or like more bands are doing that now it's like again like like there are bands who are like coming out like on you know xm radio and shit and if you go like you go like their promo pics they're all wearing like fucking corn shirts Mm -hmm. or marilyn manson shirts or slipknot shirts you're like oh okay yeah, I was doing that fucking back in 2013 when nobody liked that shit. Cool. Yeah. Or like now you have bands that are openly calling themselves new metalcore bands or yeah. like what? Like you would you wouldn't like people would be embarrassed to, to yeah, and say there, that. And there's also bands that are like, "Man, I've always liked Limp Biscuit." 
I've always covered that. And these yeah. are all the same people that were making fun of those mm-hmm. bands and that were trying to distance themselves as much as they could. So now it's just seeing those same people be like, oh, I was always about it. It's like, yeah. Well, but were no. you though? Yeah, but were you? I always uh, heard, I always heard that music taste uh, or music genres go in, come in cycles where like, like one year, like in one decade, a certain type of music is going to be very popular. And then by the time you know it, it's something, it's something else, but then it comes like full circle again, where again, that very same type of genre is popular again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like that's where we're at right now, where we we're just circled back to, you know, everything goes, yeah, you're right. Everything goes in circles. Like, you know, like, like a few months ago, or maybe it was a year ago, like, uh, Everybody was like making fun of like the like, the whole mud vein thing with like dig with the yeah it became a meme yeah it became I was like what the fuck like this is like one of the hardest songs ever written and like yeah. it's becoming a joke yeah fuck everybody who is being an <laughs> asshole about this like this song has been fucking hard since two thousand two thousand one. And now it's like a meme, and now people are like coming back and like making all these memes about Dig by Mudvayne. Yeah. And then like people are di- listening to Mudvayne Dig again. They're like, oh yeah, yeah. I'm like, motherfucker, I'm listening to this song since I was ten years old. <laughs> I mean, that's that's great for the band. It's great yeah. for the band, but at the same time, it's like it's like this is not a joke. Like yeah. I fucking I take love this seriously. song. I dig this song. I now. am metal. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> I kept this band in business. Yeah. <laughs> and but like just look at it now, Mudvayne reunited this year, so and it's a big thing. Yeah. I mean, we can all thank the, the internet, internet yeah. meme culture for uh, making that happen. Yeah. So it's like, so it's like a little conflicting. Uh, I would say so. Um, I think, yeah. Like to to touch on your point about music coming in cycles, definitely. Um, what do you feel about like? Because I think, like, people in general are looking for something new, something Mm -hmm. different, and they are really tired of just, like, the regurgitated, formulaic styles of music, especially, like, when it comes to pop music. I'd probably say just about any genre of music. I think they're they're looking for something exciting, different. I mean, mean, if you just look at some of, like, the, the... uh, highest charting artist right now. I mean, like uh, a lot of the, like the K-pop stuff is really like popular because I think we're just outsourcing it. We want yeah. something like exotic, something foreign. We're tired of what we have here. But also, like, look at Bad Bunny. Like yeah. Bad Bunny. Like people are like want something that's culturally different, something yeah. that's not just like sterile pop music. And Bad Bunny sucks. <laughs> what does Bad Bunny sound like? Fuck bad bunny. Are you Muslim? I know. I I bad, bad bunny sounds Muslim. Uh, uh, that, that's like the Quran? Yeah, bad the bunny Muhammad Hassan theme. Yeah, so I think that's I think that's really interesting. So let's kind of take it back to your mm-hmm. band so for people um who may not be in the know you guys are in the band okay robot how would you describe your guys sound to the listeners um i guess our sound would, would like be- green day right no no well i mean it started out like that where where i was just playing like power chords all the time and mm-hmm. then um we didn't really find our sound until we got 
Emily. Once we got her, we kind of knew what we were going to go for. Uh, and then... Um, She's got a little, um, for lack of a better term, like grit to her vocals, yeah. which I really like. Yeah, and, and, and I think that's what I really like, too, because um, the first singer that we had was just trying too too hard to be like everyone else and then we got you know um we got um emily to kind of like she just naturally was someone different um mm -hmm. was like naturally someone who just sang completely like her own yeah and and like yeah she sounds like you know like certain singers but at least she she doesn't sound like every everyone else no right and like, i i think because, I mean, we've known you all long enough to where we knew both singers. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it sounded a little too clean at the very, very beginning with mm -hmm. your first vocalist. And it's not a bad thing. No. But, I mean, I, I you know, I'm a metal guy, so yeah. I, I like more grit, more little angst to my shit, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I think she does a great job of doing that, and I, th I think her vocals are really good. Mm. And so, um, uh, yeah, I, th I think with her, y'all really hit hit the spot, you know? Mm. Uh, I definitely want to ask you more questions about your band and how you guys started and a little bit more about the podcast. But before we get to that, let's go ahead and listen to some OK Robot. So the song is called Transparency. So we're going to go ahead and listen to that. And we'll be right back with more of The Fiends Podcast.
so we are back on the podcast we are here with jimmy and mario from the band okay robot now both of our bands on the surface could not be any more different but i actually uh would disagree because i think there's a lot of similarities and and parallels between both of our bands Mm -hmm. now for those uh who are unaware all of us went to the same high school we probably went to the same you know middle school um when we I, all, no, yeah, we did. When I was in middle school with with Nick, I had him in seventh grade for gym, and I only remember Nick because he wore Converse that, that were was, high tops. Yeah, sixth grade. yeah, that was sixth grade. Yeah, yeah, he wore Converse high tops that had fire on them, and yeah. I was like, man, that kid is so cool. He has fire on his <laughs> that, shoes. That was back. Yeah, <laughs> that was back when I had my Slipknot backpack. The I red one, that too, or the black one. It was the black one. Yeah. Yeah, so we are all we all come from the same place. We all come from San Benito and I mean eventually we'd kind of branch out, but I mean for the most part we all originated from there. But not only that, but like, you know, we we played shows together. Yeah. We and kids. I I think we we probably started around the same time. I know for us we started in 2008. What about you guys? Uh we started a year later. So 2009? Yeah, 2009. And to be fair, we didn't really get serious yeah, until no, more like 2009 so we're not that much <laughs> yeah. Of you. Yeah. yeah so like the head start wasn't, wasn't a head start yeah, so and, I, and I, I don't even think we started playing shows until like 2010 either way so um what year would your album have come out our first album like like our first legit one that we actually put like money into and and recorded took us like two years to do was it came out in 2015 mm-hmm. yeah um I feel like both of our bands kind of came up in the scene. Um, we were always like the bands that were either opening shows yeah. or closing shows. We were kind of in a very difficult spot. Like, yeah. how could we get more fans if we're always opening or closing? Yeah. Um, I feel like for our band, especially when it came to Fiends in the first few years, we, you know, we had an identity. We knew who we were, but like... We didn't really fit in anywhere because the scene was run by some of the more like heavier bands or some of the more trendy bands in the metal scene is like we were doing something completely different. And Mm -hmm. for you guys, I mean, you were in a scene that was dominated by like deathcore bands and metal bands. And like, how are you, you know, uh, how do you navigate through those waters when like, you know, you don't have too many bands that are kind of similar in your genre? I think we, for, for, for the most part, we just sort of embraced it because we just kind of, um, I think for as, for as hard as it was to play shows like the V where there's like, you know, like 16, like metal bands and just like us, uh, we just like wanted to, to just, try and be friends with everyone mm-hmm. because because if we're like that like we saw that firsthand to where like there was just friends watching friends so if yeah. we had friends our friends would watch us and then we would watch them so that's pretty much how we kind of did things we just sort of embraced that and we just didn't think about uh genres we we just tried to just be their friends support them and even if we didn't really like their genre we were gonna like you know try and like like to try, you know. Yeah. So we we all come from like the 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 later 2010 era of bands, and yeah, f- 
for those of you listening, our scene was very, it was all about trends. It was all about who you knew. Um, you'd get a lot of people that go watch a specific band. Your band goes to play and everybody goes to chill outside. Yeah. And what's funny is like the band that you, you know, the band that those people go to play was like the same, almost like same, it was the same genre. Like it yeah. made sense for you to go like, it made sense for the same people to watch your band. Yeah. yeah. If you like and, that band, you will it. like our band if you yeah. would just give us a chance. I think the, I think we had that exact same feeling. I think with us, it was um, because, the, you know, we weren't the only ones playing this kind of music, but there were bands that were more, established that yeah. were there before us so like the plea burial and the other one that i can think of that was big at that time that was similar at least in the same field was uh, the early release yeah I so that. i always felt like we're right behind them not even right behind them we're like like the little little brother band the yeah. little brother band yeah like i feel like the only difference between us and them is that like we didn't have half stacks we had combos like yeah. that was it how did you guys kind of get together in the first place well I always wanted to start a band uh, because my brother had a band. My brother had a band when he was like 12. Um, he had the same people in his band from when he was 12 till now. And would that be the band Filthy Rabbit? Yeah. Yeah. And so and so it was cool that he was in a band with his best friends. So I wanted to be in a band with, with my best friends. And we we tried when I was six, 16. It didn't, it didn't work out. And then when I was 17, same thing. Uh, I, I think the closest that we had gotten at, at that point was we found a guy in our high school that can sing and play guitar. And we learned a Cute is What We Aim For song. And we actually took it very seriously. We learned that song and the dude up and quit on us and said that we were amateur. So, <laughs> so I took that as a personal challenge. Yeah. And so I just threw myself into it tried whatever i could to just learn chords and riffs and guitar and just everything just just study how songs are written in like just like punk like punk rock were were you self-taught or did you look to your older brother to kind of like teach you like the ropes um he taught my brother taught me a chord and then that was it and so i took that chord and it was just a power chord and uh -huh. I was like, oh, I can just move it this way and move it, move it that way and move mm -hmm. it up. Cool. All right. I'm, I'm done. I can just like, write it. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and so I just wrote songs like that. I was like, oh, this song sounds like, like, like this other song. I'm yeah. almost there. Cool. And so that's how we started out. And, and then, um, uh, like Mara started playing bass reluctantly cause he didn't <laughs> know how to play guitar. Eddie was always set on drums because he was in drumline or like he saw drumline. He was in yeah. drumline with Nick Cannon. Or Eddie wasn't in drumline. He was always like the guy holding waters for the for the drumline. But Eddie wanted to be in in, yeah. in that, and instead he became a drummer. And then we found two other people, and then they went off with us. And then we just we weren't interested in playing shows or doing anything. We just wanted to practice and write songs over and over and over again. And then and then we we did that for like nine months wrote like 12 songs and then we finally played a show uh, i should probably explain and this is this is the interesting part we all went to the same school uh -huh. but this is really like the first like long conversation that we all have ever really had very yeah. true um it, and there's really no reason it's just that you know you kind of you know we 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 did our own thing you guys did your own thing but it, we're kind of come from like this the the same we're cut from the same cloth essentially and when we were in our old band burn this day probably the first like 
I don't know, year or two. I used to live in San Benito uh, by the high school, mm-hmm. and I believe your dad would go running oh, in that yeah. area yeah. all the time. And I, we would see him, and we'd practice there at my house. We'd be making noise. And one day, he actually, like, came up to us. He saw us, like, unloading uh, some of the equipment. And he just started, like, asking us a bunch of random questions. He was like, um, you know, uh, what kind of equipment do you use? Where, uh, what do you recommend? Um, and he, he explained, I have a son, and he wants to start playing music. And he or he's either he started a band or he wants to play music. And I um, uh, wanted to buy him some, uh, I don't know, some some amps, some subs yeah. or something like that. I was uh, not there this day. You, wow. you were, you were Man, not th- there. This is the first time I'm hearing about <laughs> yeah, this me ever. Too. This I is had, a complete I had su- no idea. Surprise. I wasn't there. <laughs> and um, mind you, I didn't know who he was. Yeah. It was just some random person. But he didn't tell me the name or anything like that. And uh, yeah, he was just inquiring because his, his son wanted to play music. And uh, yeah, like after the fact, I put two or two together and I found out that it was actually your your dad. So I don't know if you had been playing or you, this was just like prior to that. But that's how we are connected wow. in the, even back then. Like, you know, dude, I, I had no idea that ever. Wow. Mind, dude, so, dude, ask I'm him like, about that. Dude, I was like, man. So three things popped into my head. One, I didn't know my dad gave a shit. Two. Imagine he wasn't talking about you. He was no, but, no, two, he's probably talking about Mickey. <laughs> three, he never bought me a fucking amp. Like, <laughs> but, I was still waiting. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even. I mean, he's. It might have been a speaker yeah. or something like that. Yeah. I, no, I don't, no, I doubt it was Mickey because, like, by this point, Mickey would have been playing oh, yeah. music by yeah. now. So yeah. it was definitely you. My dad did go um, the extra mile. We did have like small speakers, and then I think we invested in our own like 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 half stacks. My dad went out and bought us um, a complete like sound system, and not just like a small PA system. He, he there was like giant subs like pro subs the the speakers went on top it had power amps on it uh like mic stands it came with like a lighting thing like a uh, lighting thing where you put the the lights on he paid two grand for that also bought us a trailer too like out of nowhere i mean i i'm a dad now yeah so i mean like the minute like my kids want to do that yeah fuck yeah yeah i feel the same way let's go to guitar center right now yeah so I mean I've been there I've done it you yeah. know what I mean so I mean we're we're all at a point where we've had to like deal with that kind of bullshit yeah. to where if our kids show even the slightest interest like I'll fucking dish out the cash yeah. right fucking now let's go do it yeah and I'm sure like you know like like I'm almost certain that that I will do the same thing too uh, because I mean like it's just it's such a um it's such a wholesome thing you know yeah like you know like dude i tell you what man like i mean i know i'm the only dad in this room but i mean the minute you can buy something like for your kid uh you want to you see something you want to buy like price is not an option no you don't give a fuck it's like are they gonna get joy out of this I'll, I'll pay for it right now. Mm-hmm. To me, it's really interesting, and, I, and probably Jimmy already knows this because, like, I'm familiar with his dad. Mm-hmm. I like the entire time that I've known him. He's like, he's a very serious dude, 
And so, if my understanding is from Jimmy, is like he his dad doesn't really communicate with him. No. Well, that's kind of what I got from so listening to y'all's like, podcast. Dude, I'm like, yeah. Your dad kind of really cared then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's why. Like, I've, I've listened to the podcast and you've yeah. kind of shared stories. Yeah. Like hearing so the stories, like wow. You this definitely got to bring it up to him, yeah. ask him about yeah, that. Yeah, because you saying that that story, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, man, my dad has never like uh, went out and like was like, hey, you know. And I've like, never told you this, this is, is like this is like a. 12 year old story man, i am mind blown like i do have to ask him like because man that is that and is we'd, we'd see him on the regular like yeah. he the, that was very common to see him out there and i remember seeing him over at your old place like running yeah but i was never there that time that he actually came up and talked to you guys well very very nice man like, um like a good example is when my uh when the first uh album came out it was such a big deal i would not stop like talking about it i was like throwing it everywhere my dad apparently heard it, didn't tell me, and then just one day he was just like, "Hey, your song, it's pretty good," and then he just walked away. That's how like me and like me and him talk. Like the, like that's like how it always is. Yeah, and but, yeah, that's all he needed to say. Yeah, and yeah I feel like and, you understood. Yeah, yeah. We're like, I was like, that took a lot out of him. That's rad. Cool. Um, you mentioned that you. Uh, used to throw shows in San Benito at the the Resaca Trail. Yeah. That's another way we are all similar because um and burn this day like uh we 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 talked about it in the previous episodes where our first show is probably at a house show. Our mm-hmm. second show was at like a I don't know, a graduation party mm-hmm. at the Chandelier in San Benito and then by our third show we were booking our own shows. Our yeah. third show we're booking our shows at the chandelier yeah <laughs> a year and a half before the shows at the v with uh with with robert gill yeah so i i and i don't even like you don't realize that at the time like mm-hmm. how strange that is like we this is our third show yeah we have no business booking shows yeah. why are this so strange but it happened and yeah like what's your what's like your pet peeve when it comes to like oh. throwing shows it is uh, people that don't respond until the, the day of the show asking for a set list, even though it's on their previous message, <laughs> where I sent it to them like two weeks ago. Like, and they're like, 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 like their set time? Yeah, where oh. they're like, what's my set time? And you see like bubbles there. It's like where I messaged, where I sent them two weeks ago, this is your set time. And then the message I get is, what's our set time two weeks later? <laughs> Wait, 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 uh, where are we playing again? It's going to happen on the 18th at my show where someone's going to send me what time do we play and it's going to be above them. And it's going to be me. Yeah. It's probably going to be mine. <laughs> what time do we play? Um, man, there is so many pet peeves. Um, do, do you feel like... Um, and I only ask this because I feel like we are similar in a lot of ways. Do you feel like almost like a responsibility like... Like, you want to help out other bands. You want to bring people up um, and and try to promote and help out these other bands. But almost to, like, maybe sometimes to our own detriment where we're helping other people. And then we have to remember, like, no, we need to water ourselves. We need to, like, invest in our band first. Yeah, like, um, um, right when we were starting out and, and, like, um, we were getting, like, a pretty good, like, hype and stuff we uh we um be- befriended like a high school band and we and like they were they only played like a talent show or two or something and then they played in someone's backyard but they like wanted to play shows and so i took it upon myself 
to book them at real shows and like some of them like where like they were still in high school they couldn't get into bars and and stuff like that but they were still stoked to play at a bar and to play with real or like you know like quote unquote real bands and it got to the point to where i was helping them so much that that my band disintegrated and like and to where like our first singer left and everything and i wasn't even focused on that i was focused on like helping this one band out and it and like and I think like a like a small part of it was the fact that I was helping them out with these shows and some of those shows weren't going to us. But yeah, so so yeah, so I do totally get that. Um when do you feel like you start like everything started clicking for your band? When do you when do you feel like you, you guys felt comfortable in writing your songs like we are we're kind of a real band now? It wasn't until we got Emily, and it wasn't until, like, n not even that, but it it wasn't until we wrote the song Waiting. Call that, like, our signature song. That That is the song to where if anyone ever wants to, like, hey, like, have you ever heard of this band? This is their song. Um, like... When we wrote that song, it was, it was when we finally like learned how to basically write the like the songs that we wanted to write. It's like in my own head, it's the perfect song. It's like starts with a riff, it builds up, it 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 crescendos, it kicks in. Chorus is chorus is great, bridge is badass, ending is cool. Uh, once we wrote that song, I felt like okay, we we finally have it. Like this is it. Mm -hmm. um you know it's just gonna go up and and so yeah uh, when we wrote that song that is when we like figured it all out i think uh shortly after we wrote that song i think writing became way more easier it did and then that's when we kind of got the the group of songs that it would eventually be our first like legit album yeah yeah that's where it's like oh, okay writing is easy we can actually write a group of songs and try the whole recording thing again that uh, was like that was like 20 2012 yeah that was pretty much it. Yeah, because I'll I I will be perfectly honest. Um, as as much as we are similar, you know, we're still in two different scenes and two different genres, mm -hmm. and so it's very easy for us, like you guys, to kind of be out like out of you're like in our peripherals, where like for for a while we were just so focused on doing our own thing, building our own band. And then, you know, while you guys were doing the same thing and it wasn't until like the last like few years that I've really like realized like, wow, they're actually they're really good. And that's not to say that you weren't good, but I was like, wow, they're really good songwriters. Like, when did yeah. this happen? What like, you know, from the old songs to like some of the, the more recent songs, I was like, wow, like they're taking this very seriously and they're like committed to to being in a band this is not just like um we all gotta start somewhere yeah oh yeah 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 you know and so i mean we were there too so i mean to compare like the shit that we've written the last like three years compared to whatever we wrote in 2008 2009 it's not fair yeah and, you know for both of our bands yeah so i mean um now it's like i listen to your band and i'm just like wow like 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 this is this is great and I even talked to I talked to Eddie about this yeah, yeah. At, at my parents' house a few weeks ago. I was like, "Yeah, I listened to y'all's album. And it was fucking great." 
and he was like super stoked that I gave it a chance. I'm like, well, why wouldn't I, dude? And, like, it's like I I I want to listen to like I love metal, dude. Yeah. But like I don't listen to metal all the time. Yeah. But even then, it's like a good song is a good song, mm-hmm. and y- your songs are good songs. Thanks, man. I think one of yeah that, that's that's the mindset I have now where I'm not like in a one mindset kind of genre right. where I only listen to this and nothing else. Um, I think Jimmy helped with that because he's a very open-minded person about the music. He, he likes body to, count. He yeah. likes body count. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like, you'll play music and then like after, after I listened to it, I was like, I'm going to go look this up. And then like, and I feel that in itself helped everybody in, mm-hmm. in the terms of how we, how much we're open in writing. And oh, I think yeah. a lot of that played into like how we write also, it, it helps that Emily's a very good songwriter. Uh, she's like the first like person that. Uh, so like like you know Jimmy, you're kind of a vocalist too. You always kind of have been in the band to some degree. Um, I know like you know Emily's the lead vocalist, obviously, and before yeah. that, you all had another vocalist. Uh-huh. Um, so like I, I, this is building off what Mario's saying. Yeah. So you know um, she's a good songwriter, good lyricist. And like, do you contribute to like the lyrics and stuff too, or is it just her? That's that's her, that's no, her job. N- no, it is just completely her. She okay. um, she's she's just really good at that. She's really good. I at... didn't mean to cut you off, Mario. Oh, no, no, oh, no, 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 no. No, yeah, bro, don't get mad. Yeah, <laughs> calm down, Mario. No, 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 no. But she's really good at that. She's really good at uh, like melody. She's really good at finding like hooks, you know. And she's so like really... everybody has their place yeah. in the band essentially. And, okay. Yeah, and I think at at first it was just. It was just her doing her, her thing, and then I would write the songs. And oh, then, okay. And then she would write, you know, um, and then the lyrics Mario and would give his stamp of approval. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, I'll play bass. Those yeah. Songs. Just, just a head nod. I yeah. guess I'll play bass. And it kind of went in like <laughs> waves to where like the first album was mostly just like I would write the songs, she would write uh, lyrics and melody, and then that was it. Um, and then. And then I guess I would just be like, okay, like Mario, play this. And then with Rob at the time, it was just like, no, I don't like that. No, I don't like that. I like that. Keep that. No, that's that's too much. And and so that's how the first thing went. Um, it it wasn't until Rob left and we got Ethan that I took a step back because I felt like it wasn't really fair. Uh, and then at that point, I I just write rhythm now. And Mara does everything else, and Emily does her thing, Eddie does his thing, and Ethan does their thing. And I think we're, we're like, a better band because of that. Yeah. You guys are a very, like, feel-good band. Like, when I listen to your guys' stuff, like, I just feel positive vibes. You guys, your music is, like, is like the perfect music for... Uh, a Disney Channel original movie. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fuck Xenon yeah. Girl, the twenty third. No, I, like, I could, I could, I could hear your stuff in like Brink. Yeah, there you go. I was gonna go with Horse Sense, but okay. Fucking or- <laughs> <laughs> Horse. I was gonna say another dude. me. Great. Movie. Yeah, or that one, man. Horse dude, Sense. Did you ever watch the sequel, Jumping man. Ship? Dude, Jumping Ship. Dude, my brother saw uh, Money, Money, Money Plane that has all the brothers in it. He considers that a part of the. Uh, part of the uh like trilogy where it's horse sense jumping ship and money plane with edge and i never saw the lawrence brothers (laughs) look it up it's edge and the lawrence brothers and he considers that trilogy like where they all go with the same like in the same like i wouldn't doubt it i mean like jumping ship is kind of far-fetched but i watched it i don't know how it how it got to to that though 
I have no idea. No, but for real, for real, like yeah. your guys' music, like it's just so like uplifting. Actually, horse, horse, yeah. <laughs> I'm down with horse sense. Dude. I don't even. I, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. But I'm gonna go look. Sense? I never saw dude, it. Horse sense holds up, dude. It's a great movie. Watch horse sense, and then I'm not gonna do that. And you're gonna be like, wait, how did we get the pirates? But it's just it's, it's crazy. <laughs> exactly. dude. Yeah, it's I'm not good. gonna lie. I've only recently watched it, only because we're supposed to do a review of the movie. <laughs> Of course. Oh, dude, yeah. of course, you're, you're going to yeah. review horses? Dude, yeah, dude, we're going to do dude, it, dude. when are y'all going to do it? Let me on. <laughs> I know the movie. Dude, I know the fucking movie. I know like, from front I've to back. I've seen it at least 30 times. Dude, I've seen it just as much, dude. Okay. It's, it's an insanely good I don't movie. even need to rewatch it. I, I, I'm dude, good to go right he's now. Like, we'll do it right now. Dude, I was only watching it with him because I wanted to. I didn't have to. I was like, I don't need to take any notes. <laughs> I already know I'm it. I'm trying to do research. I'm like, uh, it's. Like I can understand how this is a good movie when it came out. <laughs> dude, I'm I'm good to go, bro. Dude, I know this movie. I'm totally down for that. I know it. Damn. All right, good. <laughs> Deal. Fucking horse. I don't know what that is. Dude, look it up. It's great. All right. Um so yeah, definitely definitely positive vibes. Actually, you guys have always been about that. Like almost to the point um I'm going to be perfectly honest here. Um almost to the point where like for a small brief period of time when we were kind of like chip on our shoulder like negative band i would be i would look at like your guys post and i would almost be like annoyed like mm. oh look at okay robot everything's fucking awesome and all their shows are great and like everything's <laughs> just magical and wonderful and like here and, we are we're playing in front are, of five we people we played in front of two people last night we were playing for like the same amount of people but <laughs> we were just like Man, fuck yeah, dude. Let's get tacos after this. Like, just. <laughs> I mean, because at the end of the day, like, for me, like, the very fact that we're doing it was, like, a good thing because uh, I never thought we would actually get to the point to where we're actually playing music, yet, let alone writing music. Like, yeah. We had full fledged songs that we can play in front of at least one person. Dude, I still get stoked when we play a chord at the same time. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. Cause, we're rad. Because you mentioned Mickey's, uh, <laughs> you, you mentioned his brother, and I'm like, one time he went, we, we, we walked in the dark to go to some dude's back trailer and like in his house to watch his band play. I'm like, and they're so good. I'm like, that's what I want to do. I want to, I want to play in front of people. And then uh, from that point on, I'm like, we have to do this. And I never thought we actually get to the point where we had, you know, that's beautiful, man. To, to Dude, there's nothing like, like playing like the last like note of your song stopping and then hearing people cheer. Dude, it's fucking cool, dude. It is like, Oh my God. Like, I just did that. Yeah. But and people like took notice of that and appreciated what I just did right now. Yeah. By the way, um It's a way better drug than PCP. <laughs> hey, say pipe <laughs> Or the K hole, whichever. <laughs> Damn. Uh no, by the way, um I say that like in jest. Like um n- now like I appreciate that stuff. I think that's beautiful. I'm like that that you guys have always had like a positive mindset and like you guys are just so grateful to be playing music with your friends and just to be playing music in general and like we all need to kind of uh uh step back every once in a while and just realize like how lucky we all are because it's so easy to just get jaded and to kind of just complain about all the little things when it's just like no this just the fact that we're doing this we get to make an album we get to make music we yeah. get to make music videos like that's awesome in itself um, hook up with guys i know man <laughs> wait what yes wait, wait, uh, what <laughs> the way i see it is like I, 
the, the way I see it is that I'm Same. not going to be able to do this forever. And I know at some point we're going to have to stop. And my goal is to try I'll to never do, stop. Yeah, dude. I'm yeah, not gonna no, no, like, go I'm going to try to yeah, do it as, for as long as I can for, you know, for... I'm... Yeah, I agree. Like as I'm, much as like, as much as you think you can do it forever, I can. I, I'm, I'm making I note will. of when Corey Taylor calls it quits. At what age he calls it quits? That way, I know when I. I mean, the bar is getting set higher and higher. Yeah, like he's in his like fucking forties at this point. He's still like. Oh, I'm, I'm above the bar. Yeah, him and Jonathan Davis and like fuck. I mean, like I mean, like I see it as like Danzig still fucking playing. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and fucking uh, like Lemmy died playing. So yeah. I mean, I'm pretty good. I can keep on going. Yeah, as long as like as it, long as Danzig is still playing. Yeah, dude. Danzig will Satan never die. Child, man. We'll keep That's making fun of him. I mean, if yeah. the Wiggles can keep doing it, <laughs> dude. Some of the Wiggles died, dude. They can't oh, keep doing fuck. it. No, no, I don't. They, they died. Did. No, I think one of them died. <laughs> So so I mean Dude. like so I mean like they're not like immortal anymore. Wow, they, that's dark. I think only one of them died, but like he died off stage. Or I don't Whoa. know. Or I don't know. Lex fucking told me. So, I don't know. Bro, I you guys are Lex. supposed to be the positive band. <laughs> the Wiggles are forever. It's just like uh, okay. It's just like Honda days. You know, it's for everyone. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> what? 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 Man, I need my soundbar. What? Um. So we're we're. We're kind of winding down here, but I wanted to bring up your, the podcast real quick. Um, again, I'll be actually no. I'm gonna throw this question over to you, right. just because I know that you guys have probably wanted to start a podcast for quite a while, and as as you know, we've mentioned that uh, during the pandemic, we all had a lot more free time and we couldn't play shows, so like it kind of left us like, well, what do we do next? What is your reaction when you see that, you know, we start a podcast? Are you just like, fuck, that was our idea? Yeah, we were we were starting a podcast when you were starting it. And it was not going well because we were in quarantine and we all couldn't like go over. And so when you guys started one, I was like, it was like recently too when um, you guys did the 90s one and you were like talking about like Brink and the mm-hmm. Mighty Ducks. Um, we were, I was already talking to Nick about doing a 90s like Disney Channel movie. You should. And yeah, and and then Nick was like, hey, dude, did you just, uh, did you just see what the Fiends did? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I did. And he's like, do you still want to do it? I'm like, yeah, I. I mean, I guess so. <laughs> no, no, no. You totally should. Because they, here's the funny thing is that, like, there's been so many, like, uh, uh, um, occasions where I don't know what it is, but uh, just we're all, like, uh, universal consciousness where we end up, like, talking about some of the same things uh, uh, on our podcast and your podcast, like, in the same week that are just totally random and that like like there's there was a week where like you guys were bringing up um edge and christian like dumping josie in a trash can oh yeah and like we had just talked about that like we had just recorded that like two days before and it was totally random who else is going to talk about that but um there was there was another one like a few weeks ago where like he randomly brought up sugar ray and it was just so such so out there like a reference for him to bring up and then you guys brought it up on on yeah. the same week yeah, i'm just like when have we ever talked about what when or have you ever yeah. talked about sugar ray but it just so happened yeah. like that week and um there was uh, there's been 
just a, a couple other times where like it's it's scary just like you guys just so happen to talk about the exact same thing that we talk about and that's you know what i don't think it's a problem but like at the time when i saw your guys pop up i was like oh man another podcast is everybody just gonna start a podcast and i quickly i quickly realized that like well of course you guys are gonna start a podcast because you guys are a lot like us like you guys are a you guys are a family you guys are uh, a a a tight unit you all are you know friends we have been diesel Huh? <laughs> we are family. Who's Vin Diesel? Oh, dude. Band? I mean, I want to be. No, I, I want to be Vin Diesel. You're, 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 you're Dom, dude. Oh, you fuck have yeah. to be. Man, finally, someone said it. That's not me. Wait, dude. Does that mean I'm Letty? No, dude. You can be. Um, <laughs> Do you want to be Letty? <laughs> Do you want to be Letty? You're Brian. I don't know. It's just kind of cool. You can be like Tyrese you're, you're, or something. You are gonna be Tyrese for sure. Yeah. Is Paul Walker still alive in this universe? Yeah. So you're. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah, I'll be John Cena. Wait, can Mario. I be Paul Walker? Yeah, dude, yeah, no, Paul no, Walker you're you're Paul sure. Walker, dude. Yeah, 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 be Paul Walker. Yeah, Ed, no, Eddie is fucking Han, the Asian guy. <laughs> oh man, why does he get to be handsome? That's not fair. <laughs> um, bald. Uh, yeah, like, uh, of course, you guys would start a podcast, and and I quickly realized that your guys' dynamic is is much different than ours, and so once I realized that, I was like, well, now I can enjoy it. Now I could just be like, well, these guys are really funny, and and honestly, like you guys come up with like topics or like themes for your show. I'm like, man, that is so good. Like that's genius. Yeah, like the whole conspiracy like thing is like, I don't want to do that. Yeah, but I'm glad y'all do. But yeah, I want to listen to you guys I, do I'm it. Entertained by yeah, it. Yeah, that was you know? um, Emily's idea. And every time she comes up with like, hey, we should do like another hey, one. Hey, Emily, there's no fucking way that Stone Cold. <laughs> Non-alcoholic. <laughs> he beer. did. Come on. And after every one that that we do, she like we like hit stop, and then she's like, "Man, people are gonna think I'm fucking crazy." And I'm like, "Not I, at all," I, because <laughs> I do think the moon is. The, I do think the moon landing is real. Um. See, when I listen real to that, moon. those are all things that I'm interested in, and those are all things that I would like to talk about. But I I realized that like I can't really do that on here just because this is more of a music centric. Mm. I know to stay in our lane, but I listen to it. I'm like, oh, like I, I'm definitely about all of this. So I appreciate it for 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 what it is. Um, yeah, I I think if our podcast, so I'm gonna say like our podcast is very much a love letter to music. Mm. I feel like your guys' podcast is a love letter to your friendship. At least Pretty that's much. that's what I get out of it. It's not so much a. I mean, yes, it is centered around music. That's what brings you all together. But mm-hmm. it's so much more than that. It's yeah. about your guys' dynamic, your bond. Um, calling yourself like the tribe, I think that's that's genius because that's that's what you guys are. You guys are a family, and I think that's uh, um, being able to listen to you guys do what you do. Um, it's just very entertaining. I, I love it. It gives me something to look forward to every single week. And, um, yeah, Nick and I are, are big fans. Now, um, is there anything that you want to let the listeners know about your band? Is there anything that you want to plug? Uh, well, uh, we have a show coming up uh, June 18th. It's a Frochella show. When you hear this, this will be uh, uh, next Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's going to be June 18th at the Hop Shop. It's completely free. I do not find interest in making money off shows, I guess. And um, just, you know, it's uh, there's 
three other bands. It's going to be us. Um, it's going to be um, Isaac Romero, a very talented solo acoustic, really hot, sexy boy. And um, it's going to be Filthy I'm just Rabbit. Just a sexy boy. <laughs> yeah. Sexy boy. But, but yeah, it's going to be um, Filthy, Filthy Rabbit and the Thunder King Band. I've personally never seen them live, so I'm just going into it blind, but I'm looking forward to it. It's live music. We we've all been talking about this for such a long time. We've all been talking about this for such a long time how like we're just so eager to to see bands again. So uh So if you're fucking vaccinated, go. If you're yeah. not, go. Yeah. Be safe, you know? <laughs> also album. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. We also have like an album we just barely finished recording, like two two days ago we put the final vocal on. And we just need to mix it, master it, and then it'll come out. We don't have a date for it yet because it's going to take a... Uh, um, Eddie's aiming for, for Christmas, so I guess I have to go with what Eddie wants. So <laughs> hopefully in Christmas we'll, we will have everything done. It's going to be 12, 10 songs plus two bonus tracks, um, acoustic versions, shit like Ed, that. Eddie, fucking Chris, King, Chris Kringle, yeah. Manriquez. <laughs> He sent me like a list of like, okay, on this day we're gonna do this and this oh, and this, yeah. and then on this day we're gonna re-release the first album. I'm like, how do we re-release the first album? It's already out. And then on Christmas we're gonna have the second one out. I'm like, okay, sure, sure, yeah, all right, cool, whatever. I uh, think October is a good time. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about too. It'd probably be out before then, yeah. but we kind of stopped giving ourselves timetables. No, 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 no. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's no rush. I mean, when it's done, it's done. So. Yeah. When you guys finish that, definitely you guys need to come back on the show and we'll we'll promote that one. Um, yeah, guys, we can't thank you enough. It's been fun. It's been uh, go great. listen it's to great. come on, guys, go go listen to the Bot Life podcast. Go listen it's to fun. their show. Um, the first half of this crossover is super funny. We had a lot of fun, and hopefully, you learned a little more about their band on this episode. So for Mario, Jimmy. Nick and myself, this has been the Fiends Podcast. We'll see you next week. Later. Later. Uh-huh. 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 You sure hey, she's not hold on, Eddie. therapist at you? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs>